Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. And today I've got a story time that was sent in to me by a subscriber about a neighborhood kid that he knew that uh, was a little bit too addicted to Minecraft and ended up destroying his house because his parents didn't want him to play it anymore. I figured it would be perfect for the channel, so without further ado, let's get into it. The one thing that really sucks about having crappy neighbors is that, you know, you don't really get to do much about it. You don't get to pick the people that live next to you. I know how that is. Sometimes neighbors can be weird, a little bit crazy, and you're just kind of stuck with it because they bought the house next door. And especially when you're younger, it sucks to have, like, a weird kid in the neighborhood because you really can't do much to escape them. If you and your friends are riding bikes outside and the weird kid comes outside and starts telling you guys how his scabs taste, you really can't do much other than ride your bikes away. But even then, he could still follow you, you know? Nothing sucked more than back in the day when the weird neighborhood kid would show up and be like, You guys want to know what the demons in my head have been saying? No, not really, Jack. I, I really don't want to know. We're just trying to play three flags up here. I don't care about what the demons in your heads are saying. But that's another story. Anyways, uh, the subscriber had a kid in the neighborhood like that. Not necessarily with the demons, just someone that sucked to hang out with. And I'm gonna name him Eric with a K, alright? It doesn't really matter if it's a C or a K, but I'm specifying. I don't want anyone to say the Scrubs universe lore isn't detailed. I'm specifying how the Eric was spelt, alright? I'm committed to detail. And Eric was the type of kid to get really hyper-aggressive for no reason. Like, if the neighborhood kids were playing with Nerf guns, he would just start chasing people around with the Nerf gun, using it as a bat, like the plastic Nerf gun, just swinging it at people as hard as he could. He would be chasing kids around with Nerf guns, swinging it like Babe Ruth. And listen, it doesn't matter how many times you smack everybody on the other team with the Nerf gun, your batting average isn't gonna go up because you're not playing baseball. Obviously, that type of attitude made him pretty unpopular with the rest of the neighbors. Believe it or not, people don't like being beaten with hard plastic during games games where that's not the objective, or even in games where that is the objective. What type of games people are playing where they want to be smacked with plastic bats doesn't make sense to me, but hey, maybe people out there are, uh, I, I don't know, into that type of thing. Seriously though, most of the neighborhood kids didn't really like hanging out with them after that. If you have a notebook where you write down how to make friends, go ahead and jot that down in the notes section. Don't smack people with Nerf guns, okay? Either way, Eric didn't really care if people wanted to hang out or not because he had gotten a new obsession and had stopped spending as much time outside as he used to. Minecraft was relatively new at the time this story takes place. It's a little bit older now. I think Minecraft came out in like 2009, so this is 2010, 2011. 
Either way, it doesn't matter because uh, no matter what the game was, Eric basically treated it like it was crack cocaine. You know the Pee Wee Herman PSA where he's like, now this is crack. It was the same vibe the way that Eric was addicted to Minecraft. You would have thought that someone had managed to put some nicotine on the screen. He literally would eat, sleep, and breathe Minecraft. You know the annoying people on Instagram that are like, I eat, sleep, and breathe hustling. All I do is grind. That was him with Minecraft, but legitimately. You know, he wasn't even just hyping it up for the gram. He basically was uh, so addicted to Minecraft that if he could have, he would have legally changed his name to Steve, that level of addiction. But for some reason, it wasn't just like he was really, really into the video game. He started to think that some of the things you could do in Minecraft somehow also applied to reality. Like, sure, I think everybody went through a Minecraft phase when they were younger. Nothing that weird about that, you know. I, I played a crap ton of Call of Duty when I was younger, a little bit too into it, kind of cringe. But whatever, that just kind of happens when you're young. But he kind of reached the point where, yeah, reality started to bend a little bit. He was starting to have a Matrix moment. What if the world actually is a block game where physics don't exist? Dreaming that Notch was coming to him and being like, you will find Herobrine, my son. He is real. You are him. Minecraft is reality. You know, a, a level of delusion that you just hope nobody ever hits when they get into a video game. I think any video game, it would be especially cringe. Imagine some dude's insanely into Call of Duty. He starts, like, running around the hallways. Frag out! Some guy gets really into Sim, stops speaking English, and only speaks in Sim talk. Like, no matter what game you're into, if it starts to uh, change the way you look at the real world, it's probably time you wrap up playing it and move on to something else. And video games are video games. It should always be obvious that it's not reality. But out of every video game that you're gonna have, like, a reality bending time with. I feel like Minecraft is the most obviously fake. Graphics aren't good, you know. Not that it would matter what the graphics looked like, but Minecraft doesn't even look close to reality. It's just classic. Also, it's obvious it's not real because there's just blocks floating in the sky. That doesn't really happen. But either way, Eric started letting it change the way he looked at reality. And uh, one of the biggest problems it caused in the first time they kind of realized he was way too into Minecraft was when he decided that he was going to tame a coyote. And listen, anybody who's grown up in the desert probably knows that, like, coyotes, for the most part, unless they got rabies or something, are way more afraid of you than you are of them. We're a lot bigger than them, they're pretty tiny, so, you know. There's not many situations where you have a chance to be close to one. And even though they are afraid of humans, it's not necessarily a type of animal I'd be wanting to run after and try to make my friend, because it still is a coyote, and if it bit you, it wouldn't feel very good. But for some reason, Eric had decided that Minecraft had really nailed how to make a wild dog your friend. You know, he was just going to be able to uh, give it some treats, and then all of a sudden, the coyote would want to be his best friend. You know, in Minecraft, you can walk up to a wild wolf, give it some and then it's just like, yes, I will be loyal to you until the day that I die. He decides that he's going to do that with a coyote. And the biggest problem with that is I just don't necessarily think that's how it works. Like, the only thing you might be taking home if you try to corner a coyote and throw treats at it is rabies or a hole in your arm. I, I don't think you're going to get the pet dog that you think you're going to be getting out of this. But hey, it is what it is. Good luck, bro. And Eric starts telling everyone in the neighborhood that he's going to have a pet coyote soon and they're all going to be jealous because he's going to have a pet coyote that will protect him. And if anyone messes with him, the coyote will attack them, blah, 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 blah. 
And obviously, people are asking him how he plans to go about getting a pet coyote, and he just explains that he's going to give it treats until it trusts him, and then it'll be easy to take him home. And when his parents see that the coyote trusts him, then they'll just let him keep it, because obviously, if you're a parent, you'd be totally cool with your kid bringing home a wild animal into the house and being like, no, mom, you don't understand. I gave him enough milk bones. He's really chill now. Like, listen, this isn't a Disney movie, bro. Snow White might have been able to make all the forest animals help her with chores, but I don't think there's any chance that that's how it's going to work out for you. I would have loved to have been like a fly on the wall when that went down, you know? Come here, coyote. I have treats. Uh, Why is your mouth foaming, little guy? What's wrong? Anyways, Eric is bragging to anyone in the neighborhood about how he's going to get this pet coyote, and even though he wasn't very popular in the neighborhood, he had a lot of issues with people, everyone's telling him not to do it. Hey, that's a really bad idea. I wouldn't go try to make friends with a coyote. It's going to end up biting you, da-da-da-da-da. They don't even really like the dude, but no one wants to see this guy go be an idiot and get eaten by a coyote. And listen, as much as I appreciate them trying to help Eric, sometimes you just gotta let survival of the fittest happen. If someone's dumb enough to think they can go give treats to a coyote and then they're gonna argue with you and you tell them not to do it, good luck, man. Hey, uh, I I told you not to at the end of the day, right? Eric is just arguing with everyone, saying that it's going to work because he had seen it work in Minecraft, once again, not really understanding that the video game isn't real, but then he takes it a step further and starts asking if any of the neighborhood kids wanna help him do it. And obviously, no one's jumping for joy at the idea of wanting to help this dude go corner a wild coyote and throw treats at it. Because it wasn't a very fun mission. Not only was he not very fun to hang out with, but the mission itself was insanely stupid. It's not like he came along with a Goonies offer. Hey guys, I found a treasure map. Let's go find some buried gold. No, it was, hey, let's go harass a wild animal. When nobody jumps for joy to join him and to go on his mission, though, he decides that he's just gonna set off alone. So he takes his treats, gets on his bike, and pedals off saying that they'll see, they'll all see. Next time they see him, he's gonna have a pet coyote. And because he went off alone, nobody necessarily knew what had gone down. The next day, though, the subscriber's outside hanging out with some of his friends playing football. And they see Eric come out of his house with this, like, wrap on his arm. And obviously, it's an injury. So they kind of ask, like, hey, what happened? What's the injury from? Did you end up getting your pet coyote? And he says that he did find a coyote and he had chased after it on his bike, but the treats didn't work for it and it had ended ended up biting him when he cornered it. Wow, who could have possibly seen that happening? Oh my goodness, you're telling me an animal was running away from you so you cornered it and it bit you? Listen, obviously I don't think it's great that coyotes are out there biting people, but what do you expect to happen? This is like those people that walk up to a tiger in the jungle and like slap it and then are surprised they get mauled. Yeah, I don't think a tiger should maul you, but it is an animal at the end of the day. You probably shouldn't be doing that. It's a coyote, not a golden retriever, but even if you freak out a golden retriever enough, it probably will bite you. I really don't know what he was expecting to happen. They ask for more details, so Eric proceeds to explain that he was on his bike on the trail and he saw a coyote, so he started chasing after it on his bike and it had started running away, as any animal would if you started chasing after it. Imagine you're a coyote 
coyote just trying to do your coyote thing, you know, eat some trash, and all of a sudden some maniac is chasing after you saying he's going to own you now and he has some treats for you, you'd probably be freaking out running away too. Regardless, he ends up cornering it somehow on his bike and it's backed into the corner and it's snarling at him, not looking too happy, and he had cornered it in one of those areas where there's like the electrical box and the concrete walls around it, so it really had nowhere to go. And it's snarling at him, which is obviously a warning saying, do not get closer to me, I'm an angry coyote. But he got closer and tried to feed it treats. And when he reached out his hand with the treats, instead of taking the treats and saying, thanks man, it had bit him. And he had driven back to his parents' house on his bike and told them that it was a stray dog that had bit him. So they took him to the hospital and he ended up getting taken care of. But the entire time he had stuck to his lie that it had been a stray dog, not a coyote, because he was embarrassed and didn't want his parents to know what had actually happened. And listen, I understand being embarrassed, okay? You thought Minecraft was reality and you were going to get a coyote to be your pet. I get why you wouldn't want people to know. But then why are you over here just telling every about how you managed to corner a coyote and then tried to feed it and are surprised that it bit you. I'm all for not telling people embarrassing stories, but if you don't want people to know the embarrassing story, you can't go around telling them all about it. After that event, though, they kind of didn't know what to say, so they just said, oh, wow, that sucks. I'm glad you're okay, though. And then Eric spent less and less time outside, which isn't surprising. I didn't think that him being bitten by a coyote would encourage him to be riding around on his bike even more especially because he was already wanting Minecraft to be real. If it wasn't real, then he could just go play Minecraft even more, and that's exactly what he did. He spent so much less time outside that he became basically a hermit, started going full zombie mode playing Minecraft as much as humanly possible, which, listen, I'm not saying Minecraft is the worst game to be addicted to, but isn't good for anyone. If you're playing any game for like 15, 16 hours a day, it's not good for you. That's kind of a problem. And his parents didn't support it, as his parents shouldn't. If your parents are letting you just play Minecraft for 18 hours a day and not do your homework and are just like, ah, nah, it's totally cool, then they're not doing very good at the whole parenting thing. So his parents end up saying something and say that he's not allowed to play Minecraft that long anymore. They would make him go outside and take breaks from playing games, which is what parents have to do. I'm not going to fault them for it, but every time Eric would come outside when his parents would kick him off Minecraft, he would act like they were taking away his human rights, man. My mom made me get off Minecraft after only 14 hours of playing. Isn't that ridiculous? It's my right as an American to play video games as long as I want. And all the neighborhood kids that were outside would be like, okay, man, listen, I know that probably sucks, but 14 hours is a very long time to be playing a video game. And he would just say that he hated it and it was so unfair, but it didn't matter because he would wait until everyone else in the house had fallen asleep and then he would go play Minecraft all night. Which is, once again, showing that this guy is insanely addicted to Minecraft. I think everybody had taken their DS and played it late into the night. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But if you're setting alarms on your phone to, like, time your Minecraft playtime so you can play it while your parents are sleeping and then go and pretend to be asleep when 
they wake up for work every single night? Yeah, that's a pretty next level video game addiction you got going on, especially if you're doing it after you convinced yourself that you would make friends with a coyote by throwing treats at it. And this went on for a while, and every time his parents would kick him out to go play outside and take a break from playing video games, he would get angrier and angrier about it. And one day, he comes outside and is literally beat red, saying that his parents took his computer away and it was bullcrap because it was his computer and they had no right to do that. Even though his parents had bought it for him and he was probably, like, sneaking playing Minecraft at 3 in the morning and they caught him or something. He's raging, saying that his parents taking away his computer was basically the equivalent of them not letting him eat. Which, it's really not the same thing at all. One of them you need to survive, one of them you don't. And everybody that's listening to him rant really doesn't know what to say. But he is insanely pissed just ranting about how they shouldn't have let him not play Minecraft. It's ridiculous and he's going to teach them a lesson. And if they're not going to let him play, then he might as well just destroy their entire house because they don't deserve it anyways. When he says he's going to destroy their house, though, everyone he's talking to cringes and tells him that it's not that deep and it's not worth destroying his house, which... Should be obvious. I mean, I guess it would be annoying, but it's not worth destroying a house over, especially when you live there. Kind of like punching yourself in the face. Like, does he realize if you destroy the house, you still have to live in it, right? If you flood the basement, you still have to live in it. You light the kitchen on fire, you still gotta cook in it. There's literally no benefit to destroying anyone's house if you don't live there, because destroying someone's home is next level. But destroying your own home is especially stupid. Next level stupid. It'd be like buying a car to crash it. No one would learn a lesson but you. Yep, cars still crash, even if you're an idiot. Anyways, Eric isn't having it, though, says that when his parents go to work, he was going to destroy the house. Then it was spring break, so there was going to be a couple days this week where all the kids would be home while the parents were gone at work. And everyone in the neighborhood tells Eric not to do it. They say, look, dude, it's really, really going to mess up not only your house, but your parents are going to be even angrier if you destroy everything. So just don't do it if you actually want to be able to play Minecraft more. But they're not close enough to say a whole lot more than that. They don't actually have any pull over him because no one really knows him or is close to him. So they can't really tell him what to do. So he goes back inside pretty confident that, nope, this is the right idea. I'm going to destroy my house. And the next day, everyone is hanging out because it's spring break and everyone's home for the week. And they're outside playing football. And Eric comes outside of his house beaming from ear to ear. But not like a good smile, a creepy smile. That 500-yard stare, you know, just looking like he definitely just robbed a bank or something. And he's giggling a little bit, but it's a creepy giggle. The type of giggle where you know whatever he thinks is funny isn't that funny. He's going to be the only person that finds it entertaining. And as he gets closer, it's pretty obvious that he had gone insane on something in the house because he's covered in this white dust. So either he has the worst dandruff of all time and is just shedding skin from the top of his head at a rate that has never been seen, or he's covered in drywall from destroying the house. And as he gets closer, he says that, oh, my living room is destroyed, and he's still smiling as he says it. And that creeps out everybody because why would you be so happy that your living room is destroyed? And one of the other guys in the group says that he doesn't believe that he destroyed his living room and he hopes that he was kidding 
and Eric pulls out his phone and decides that he's going to show them proof. So he goes to photos and turns the phone, and what everybody sees on the screen leaves them shocked. On the screen is photos of his living room, or I guess it would be better to say what's left of his living room, because there are huge holes in the drywall. It's never good to have holes in drywall. I would say it's one of those things that you don't want to have. Holes in the wall, I would say, ranks up there as something you don't want to have in your house. But it's not like there was just little holes where he had punched a hole in the wall. It looked like he had punched into the wall, spread out his hand to grab it, and then, like, yank it off the wall. There's literally chunks of drywall missing in the living room. The floor is just covered in pieces of it. But it's not like he just stopped at destroying the drywall either. No, apparently he was so mad about not being able to play Minecraft that he had to take it to a level even further than just destroying the drywall. Because he had started to rip up giant chunks of the carpet in the living room and ruined it. I mean, just grabbed huge pieces and just ripped it up. Not the entire carpet, but just had like... Pulled out a foot of carpet here, two feet of carpet there, just absolutely ruined it. And then he slides to a different photo, which is of a different angle, and it shows that the carpet and the wall aren't the only things he's messed with either. Apparently, he had decided to take paint to the couch, because it looked like it had been an insanely nice leather couch at one point. Looked pretty comfortable, and now it's just covered in paint from Eric's little rampage. On this leather couch in paint, he had written that it was so unfair or something like that. Which, yeah, okay, man, uh, it was really unfair that they didn't want you on Minecraft 14 hours a day, so you decided to destroy their entire living room as payback. I'm not saying that I'm in charge of the scales of justice, but even if you think being banned from Minecraft was insanely unfair, destroying the living room is more unfair. I don't think it's very even. One of them is for your own good, because you just don't need to be doing anything for 15 hours a day, and one of them is expensive and destructive, and makes makes everyone not feel safe in the home. And the rest of everyone that he's showing the pictures to tell Eric that it wasn't cool, and he's surprised that they don't think it was the coolest thing ever. Which, obviously, a bunch of strangers aren't going to think it's a good idea to destroy your living room, Eric. And he tries to explain to them that they don't understand. His parents took his computer away and wouldn't let him play Minecraft, so he had to teach him a lesson. Uh, I'm gonna say that I disagree with that. Sure, sure, sure. You're really mad that they took away your computer, so you destroyed the living room. Say it again very slowly. If you can repeat that five times and don't notice a problem, then there's no helping you anyways. Yeah, yeah, I, I said it five times slowly, but I don't get what the issue is. My parents deserve to have their home destroyed. Sure, I have to use the living room too, but I don't regret it. If you don't notice the problem, man, then you're even dumber than I thought. And everyone is stunned by what he's showing them, so the subscriber decides to ask him a question and asks, what are you going to do when your parents get home and they see this? Which is a fair question. You thought they were mad before because you were playing too much Minecraft. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're not going to take too kindly to the whole living room being destroyed with it's so unfair written on the couch. But Eric doesn't really have an answer to that question, probably hadn't thought that far ahead because he 
just says something about how they'll have to let him play Minecraft more now. And someone else chimes in and asks Eric another fair question, which was, why would they let him play more Minecraft now? Seriously, it's probably the most poorly thought out plan in history if you want your PC back. Should have decided to do some extra chores, maybe clean your room or something, write a letter apologizing. I don't think destroying the entire house is going to get them more on your side. Listen, Mom and Dad, I thought you guys were drastically unfair. So now I've forced you into a situation where you have to max out the credit card. Deal with it, you absolute morons. And as everyone's telling him that his parents are going to be more pissed and it's not actually going to get him any more Minecraft time, Eric finally gets all wide-eyed because his brain is registering the situation at hand and that it's not going to look very good to anyone. So he starts asking everybody if they would help him. It was like once they pointed out that he was going to get in trouble, it clicked. And he's desperate. Guys, please help me fix the house. I really need help. Come on, you guys got to help me get out of trouble. And none of these guys know how to fix a house. It's not like they're drywall repairmen. Even if they did know how to fix it, I'm sure fixing a small hole in the drywall is easy. Once you start ripping off entire panels of drywall and ripping up carpet, I think it's a little bit above the standard person's pay grade in terms of what they can repair. And they don't really want to get involved. The last thing you want to do is have a situation where Eric throws you under the bus. And to make matters even worse, it's not like it's the middle of the morning anymore. It's late afternoon. So everyone's parents are going to be home in about two hours. So no, they don't want to be involved. And it's up to him to fix it. So he starts freaking out, saying that he's going to find a way to avoid getting in trouble and runs back into his house. And everyone is left standing there like, wow, that guy's probably screwed. And they probably wouldn't have helped under any circumstance but they're especially not gonna help when the parents are only an hour or two away from coming home because you don't want to be involved in that imagine eric's parents come into the living room all destroyed and all of them just trying to fix it they're trying to like glue the carpet back together we're out of elmer's glue we used nine bottles oh hey uh your parents are home I think Eric and his stupid Bob the Builder crew would have gotten in more trouble trying to fix it together. And to be honest, I just wouldn't want to be there when they start yelling at him for destroying the living room. About four hours later, though, they know Eric's parents got home and have decided to start arguing with him because they hear yelling. They were in one of their other friend's backyard that was two houses away from Eric's house when they start hearing yelling about, like, what did you do? And then Eric yells back about how he wanted to show them why he should be able to play Minecraft more which is a classic situation. I think everyone's been there, let's be honest. If you have never destroyed your living room to try to earn some more Minecraft time, you're not an American. Anyways, there's a bunch of screaming back and forth, and Eric is not doing a very good job at winning the argument. He's getting shredded because there's really no way to win that argument. How do you prove to your parents that destroying the living room was a good response to them saying you couldn't play Minecraft? So because he's losing, I think he decided to try to escape. So he goes into the backyard and his parents follow him out there to talk to him. And now they're yelling in the backyard, which makes it a lot easier for them to hear from one backyard over. And as they're going back and forth, Eric starts yelling out that he's going to go live with his grandma so that he could play more video games. And his mom yells back that he can go ahead because his grandma has no Wi-Fi anyways. 
And so if he went there, he'd be playing even less video games. And then Eric started yelling at his mom that it was unfair. And if he moved into his grandma's house, they had to pay for the Wi-Fi. Like what, dude? Okay, you're going to demand to basically run away, not live with your parents. And then you're also going to demand that they start picking up the bills so you can continue to play Minecraft at the new house you live at. Yeah, seems fair to me. They're probably going to be really on board with that one, especially because they're about to have to shell out a bunch of money to fix everything you broke in the living room. What's even more money on top of that, you know? If they really loved you, they would definitely pay for your internet. After that, they ended up going back inside, so the yelling wasn't as clear anymore, and it stopped about an hour later, and Eric didn't end up moving out, he still lived there. But he obviously got in a metric crap ton of trouble, definitely didn't make a good case to end up playing more Minecraft, and he didn't really come outside to play anymore after that. He got a lot weirder at school and just kind of avoided everyone in the neighborhood as if they had the bubonic plague. I don't know if that was more from embarrassment or just thinking that they were haters or what. They don't understand how serious Minecraft can be. The sheer fact that they don't support me and needing to destroy my parents' house to earn more gaming time is why I don't hang out with them. I don't need unsupportive losers in my life. Overall, I would just recommend uh, not destroying your house over Minecraft. It's never going to help you win an argument with your parents to destroy a bunch of stuff and then be like, hey, if you guys would have just let me do what I wanted, I wouldn't have destroyed anything. If anything, you're just going to prove their point on why you should not have access to it anymore and look addicted. This guy basically had a Minecraft crack problem. I'm willing to destroy my house if it means getting more of it. Like, okay, yeah, taking away the PC was a good idea. Usually in these stories, the parents that hate video games are over the top, but I think in this situation, they didn't even do anything that bad. Hey, you can't play for 14 hours a day. What? Uh, are you serious right now, mom? Are you for real? How am I supposed to find diamonds if I'm not playing at least 27 hours a day? I actually want to invent something to slow down the rotation of the Earth so days take even longer. So that way I can play even more Minecraft. And if you don't let me, then I'm going to burn the house down, alright? Last time it was the living room, this time it's Pyromania. You don't understand, Mom. I will never become a PvP god if you keep trying to prevent me from gaming 19 hours a day. I'm just saying, I know playing video games all day, every day is fun, but like, staying up all night, every night, having a timer to know when your family goes to sleep, that's just next level. I would not recommend taking it that far, it just makes you look like you've got a problem. Anyways guys, that'll do it for the video though. If you did enjoy it, I would really, really appreciate y'all taking a second to press the like button. Let me know in the comments section down below what you thought. I've been uh, trying to make the videos longer and longer. This is the second 30 minute video this week so if you could press the like button to let me know you guys like the longer videos I would really appreciate it and also I didn't want to do it too early in the video it's also my birthday so you have to press the like button I'm guilt tripping all of you because it is my birthday you have to like and comment all right I get to do this once a year so I'm pulling out the big guns after you press the like button go ahead and comment Minecraft down below I would greatly appreciate it it just helps the video do better and hit recommended and obviously I like views because I do this as a job and views equals money and rumor has it that if you like and comment on the video you get a metric crap ton of swag points i've tested it myself so go ahead and check it out 
And if you're new and you're not subscribed to the channel, then be sure to subscribe and turn on those notifications so you never miss another video. I post one of these every other day. And uh, one other thing I wanted to announce, a lot of you guys have said you want, like, the reaction stuff back. My third channel, Scrubbe, I've been posting once, twice every day, just kind of reacting to news articles and stuff, so feel free to check that out. And other than that, I also do post the audio versions of my story times on Spotify. So if you want to check that out, a link can be found in the description. And there's also a playlist that I made with some of my favorite story times of the year so far. So if you're doing homework, you know, playing video games, want something to listen to, feel free to check that out. Link also down below. And on that note, thank you all so much for watching. As I said, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And on that note, don't get anyone pregnant if you do make sure they're hot and hopefully i will see each and every single one of you guys next time with another video i'm out peace